Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. producing this mess. No, he's fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon. You see, he's producing this disaster of a show. It's already a disaster because I don't know who's doing what. But joining me as always, I know this. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parley kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, me, regardless of what they do, me and Mikey Meatballs and Babyface Joel Salmon, we're coming off of a storm here in L.A. and an earthquake here in L.A. And the, right now, my children are on uh, Schwinn 10 speeds powering this podcast because we have no power. No, actually, we're OK. Keep pedaling, kids. We're all right. We didn't lose power. A <laughs> little bit of flooding. Not too bad. Uh, thoughts out to those who got hit uh, worse. But uh, I think, Babyface, you said you got it bad over there in the valley? Yeah, I mean, I had bobbleheads fall over. There was an earthquake. I got to uh, see if my insurance will cover that. But no, it was, a, it was heavy rain, man. A lot of wind. Yeah. Was, thank God. Yeah, it was, it's just a preseason, though. So my sa- I had my satellite gone out during the regular season. Right. I'm very upset. Well, Scott, well, if I, I had... Yeah, go ahead, Parlikin. I was going to say, there's got to be a t-shirt idea somewhere in here for, for Joel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get the earthquake t-shirt going. Uh, Joel, we did, uh, you know, but we were going to do this podcast. We have too much to do right here. You know, we had a busy week last week. We previewed 37 teams, 37 college teams, Harry, and uh, plus conference picks and conference miscellaneous props and stuff like that. Anything Caesars had to offer, but 37. And now Georgia has named Carson Beck as their starting quarterback. Now the plan was to preview the AFC East and AFC North today, but I think with this Carson Beck signing, Bri, I think we need to start over on the SEC. So let's take it now <laughs> with Alabama 10 wins. No, 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 we're good. We're good. We right? knew he, we knew he was starting. We, we, we knew he we, was uh, starting. Yeah. I, I mean, that was, that was the plan. I mean, he wasn't officially announced, but we know now. Yeah. I forgot what I put yeah. in. He is, um, I did put in a bet for him to win Heisman Trophy. I don't know why I'm so <laughs> just the fact that he's starting Georgia's starting quarterback maybe should be considered any. What was it? Like 25 to one odds or something like that. No, we're going to do right. AFC East, AFC North. Uh, real quick, Yankees, Parley kid. This is what? Ten in a row now they've lost. Don't worry. We'll be done talking about them soon. We, we, I've gone off the Mets. They're a disaster, even though they're the plucky, plucky little team. Some of these guys come into play. But anyway. Boone should be fired. I was thinking, is this the most? Is this the the manager Yankee fans would want fired the most? I feel like there's been like a dozen turning points where you could say, all right, he's got to go. And yet he's not there. Do you remember any other manager being treated this way? Uh, maybe, maybe Stump Merrill. I mean, at one <laughs> point, I mean, we're going, going back a long way. Uh, Girardi had his detractors. I was not uh, amongst them, as you guys know. Um, obviously Joe Torre was beloved. Uh, yeah, this uh, Boone is, um, Mets had a bunch too. Torborg, Randolph. Um, yeah, Mets have had a ton, but I feel like over the, over time, this is, this is the longest. And it's unusual because what Yankee fans, they want, they, we've talked about this in terms of wanting to see their manager like fired up. And the guy does get thrown out. He does get fired up. It just doesn't seem sincere. 
He never lights his team up, at least publicly. And I'm not saying you should, but I just think maybe once in a once a season you come out and just say, we stink. The guys stink. I stink. Yeah. Everybody stinks around here. I think uh, fans, New York fans appreciate the, the honesty when you get that. And with Boone, it just all seems to be a facade. We know he doesn't do much managing because it's all done by the uh, mm-hmm. analytics nerds. And as it turns out that you're starting to find out the people running this analytics department with the Yankees are embarrassing uh, yeah. in terms of some of the articles that have been r- written recently uh, regarding them. Uh, the Yankees have to change south. They need a, an overhaul from bottom to the top. Uh, I, hmm. I, I, everything, from bottom everything. to top. See, I, people say top to bottom. You want to <laughs> yeah. attack yeah, it differently. Yeah, yeah, attack it differently because I'll start at the bottom. You okay. can start with like like – Susan Waldman and John Sterling on the radio. Start, <laughs> start with start them. Start cutting some single A players. Start with, yeah, start with them. Harris right? go with like, that. Uh, <laughs> just a new broadcasting team. Like just okay. some new f- fresh stuff. Sal, this is a team. Uh, look, the Yankees have gone back. Look, they have patches. They're advertising on their uniforms now, well, right? That, I, since, then, okay. since then, I think their record is uh, abysmal. It's amazing. Uh, uh, not, not that it matters. Gonna, but, what? Yeah. You could do that. But you're not going to allow players to have facial hair. Like, yeah. yeah. There, there's things in this organization that don't make sense anymore. I, mm-hmm. I got it for a while, but we're, we're past 2023. Let's move into the right. current times. Let's revamp everything in this organization. Uh, look, the Yankees missed the boat. At least the Mets were sellers. The Yankees now are stuck with some guys. We'll see. I think major moves ahead. But boy, oh boy, this – Sal, I've said this once and I'll say it again. There's nothing worse than being irrelevant. Bad is one oh, thing. Oh, yeah. But when you become, the, the, but unfortunately, the Yankees are still drawing fans. Hopefully, the Yankees don't become what the Knicks were for about 25 years, selling the garden out, but right. stinking. That no could chance. become yeah. the Yankees here. That I could. Can't and we got to be very careful that that does not happen. The Mets, there's no number for it. And, and rightfully so, but the Yankees now, Brian, twenty-three to one to make the playoffs, and you wouldn't even consider touching well, wh- it at this point. Why right? don't the Mets have a number? Mets have better odds of making the playoffs do than the Yankees have, do. Do I mm-hmm. guess? Uh, you know, I haven't right. checked. Go ahead, take they're a look. Clo- they're well. I know they're closer. They were closer before yesterday. So. Yeah, I just can't imagine. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I just I, I I gave up looking at stuff like that. I'm rooting for Pete every at bat, and uh, I want him to get the home run because I have the money on. Uh, yeah, he's got thirty-nine. And oh, you have a two parlay kid, right? We both have a lot. I gave he has, that out. Yeah, I gave yeah. that out to start the season. And he's, uh, he's he's eight to one now. He has thirty nine. He's ke- keeping pace with these guys. Otani had a grand slam to uh, push his total to forty three. Olson also forty three. Olson's a slight favorite, but Pete, he's there though. He's there, yeah. and and he's going to get a chance to play with very little pressure on him. So right. I can't wait. It's going to be great when the Mets got to give him eight years, like. Three hundred million dollars. That's gonna no, be. No, awesome. they'll, they'll just pass on them. I don't see on Caesars any um, any Mets odds here, but they also only have like twelve teams. Darren, yeah, I, I will say. Go ahead. Yeah. In your defense, Sterling makes more errors than Volpe. Wow, <laughs> is that true? Oh <laughs> man, I kid mean, wants Vol- to start with the old Whoa, fly ball. Another up oh, I mean, Volpe's numbers, if you look at him, uh, he's been very – I know, <clears throat> Harry, he's brutal with that. I mean, I know he's ancient and he's old, but, man, man oh, man, he's been that way forever. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I – Volpe's going to get 20 homers this year. Look, the guy – I mean, except for his average, he's had a very good year, but I think the Yankees have kind of ruined him, though. 
I don't All know right. if like uh, we'll talk more. about I it. said they on. ruined. I told you they ruined them. I told you they ruined them. You guys laughed at me. Uh, <laughs> right, let's, let's move on to uh, football here. Preseason. I'm looking at some of these numbers here. Jimmy G four for four. So he's back. Purdy four for five. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, big game, three catches for 58. Uh, Might be the steal of the draft, so. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. I I hesitate to even mention these guys with our big draft coming up Sunday. Javante Williams, uh, remarkable recovery, had a few carries, uh, caught a few balls. See, this is a guy, rookie for KC, Rasheed Rice, eight catches, 96 yards. The Titans running back, the backups are good. Ty J Spears, Julius Chestnut. Gardner Minshew was in there, did well. There you go. Uh, Babyface Jalen Warren had a big game. <clears throat> Stroud played the first half. Tank Bigsby, um, pretty good against Detroit, 70 yards. Bridgewater wearing number 50. I don't know. What did I miss? Z- Ritter was seven for nine with an interception. Um, it, oh, yeah, go ahead. Aiden, 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 Aiden oh, O'Connell. Yes, continues to light it up for the Raiders. That's good. <laughs> yes. Right. We'll get to the. We're not doing the AFC West today, That's- but. That you are, you have to be beside yourself with this uh, this stud, <laughs> the best of all the rookie quarterbacks. That's fun. Oh, no Most one would have ba- thought Brock Purdy would be the best, right? The latest time yeah. last year. Most yeah. backup wins. He's gonna he's gonna have more backup wins than Harry's Hoyer. So. Uh, I don't think he will because I think he'll be named the <laughs> starter. Hoyer's number three now. Starter by then. Um, Parley kid, I guess our team uh, had a little th- uh, rough over Sean, the Texas linebackers torn ACL. Of course. Out for you. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, you know, we were good for one or two of those every preseason. Um, right. You know, they have some depth there. I, I think they were really liking what the kid was showing. So yeah. I feel, feel bad for him. And you never know how this, how do you recover from that when uh, maybe, you know, especially a linebacker like that who us- utilizes his speed and, that's These not guys good. Are, you know, you never know. I mean, but it's well, it's terrible to hear. I hate that. I hate it. J- Jalen Smith came back there. He'll be fine. <laughs> not for us. He's on somebody's team. I yeah, forget. Yeah, yeah. But uh, good luck know, to them. The Saints, that, maybe. That was a few <laughs> days ago. Maybe he's gone by yeah. now. All right, listen. Let's do this. We're going two divisions: AFC East, uh, AFC North. You know, I've prepped all summer for this. And to be honest with you guys, I, I don't care about your rankings when. I'm the only one who does it right. I pick, I have wins. My wins match up against my losses. You know, we'll go over <laughs> on the wins. I go through every schedule and put wins and losses next to each name. Now, I know if you screw up one, everything's going to be screwed up, but at least mine add up. Harry, yours don't add up, do they? Do you know that your AFC, you know, that, that you, you know, you have 212 wins and 212 losses? You don't know that, I get do it. you? I'm yeah. sure I know. Okay. You got to get that to even out. Otherwise, I can't take you seriously. But, Understood. All right. Anyway, <laughs> AFC East. Bills are favored to win the AFC East at plus 125. The Jets are right there at plus 250. Uh, then you have, where are we? Uh, sorry. Patriots are eight to one. And where did I miss the Dolphins? They're three to one. Now, it's interesting because I think the overall vibe for this division is, well, the Bills are number one, but everyone's looking to knock them off their perch. There's going to be a lot of regression. I don't exactly buy that. We'll get into that in a second. Jets, very hot, hard knocks, Rodgers. All the value has been sucked out of any win total, division uh, odds, uh, conference odds, Super Bowl odds. Can't make money that. Dolphins, all depends on Tua if he's going to make it to the finish line. And Patriots, I think people are slightly against uh, only because they want to be at this point. But anyway, let's start with these bills. The over-under is 10 and a half if you go over 
You're juicing it up to minus 160. Like I said, plus 125 to win the division. Nine to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, again, everybody wants to say under here. It seems like everybody I'm talking to wants to put them at 10 and seven. But they've hit their win total over five of the last six years. So that's tough to go against, really, at this point. Are you going to say 11 and six? They're not going to get it done. I like it to go over. This is Ken Dorsey's second year as offensive coordinator, which means I think he's going to start to click with Josh Allen. You look at their schedule. It's very tough, uh, depending on how you look at it. Second toughest in the league. They have four straight weeks versus 2022 playoff teams. Their last five, people look at their first five. You know, in this division, you have to have a bad first five or a bad last five. The last five at KC, Dallas, at Chargers, New England, and at Miami. They go to Jackson, or they go to London and play Jacksonville. Um, you know, they added our guy, uh, McGovern, Parley Kid, on the offensive line. They added Floyd as an edge. Uh, Damian Harris is going to be the backup running back. They draft this Kincaid kid from Utah. It's a nice compliment to Knox at tight end. And, you know, Josh Allen just has to cut down on the turnovers. He had 19. That was the most in the NFL. But I think people look at this team and like, well, Josh Allen's not as good as Burrow. He's not as good as Mahomes. They're not going to get as far in the playoffs because of that. But we're talking over under win totals for the season. And I think it's going to be tough to knock them out under 10 and a half at this point. You still have all the pieces in place. Their pressure rate with a healthy Von Miller is 36% versus 22%. And, you know, if Poyer is, is uh, back, Tredavious White is back, I think this is a rock-solid mm. team. And I am going over. Harry, you're with me here. Yes, I look in 20, they had 13, 21, 11, 13 last year. The three losses last year were by a total of eight points. Buffalo did have some offseason issues with Stefan Diggs. Hopefully that has been taken care of and it's in the past. Still the most dominant team in the East over the past three years, 15 and three against the AFC. Al, you mentioned Allen Sal, so talented. Just had to take care of the ball better. I think he's got a bit to prove this year, a little bit of chip on his shoulder. Love the pickup of defensive end Leonard Floyd from the Rams. He had 29 sacks over the last three seasons in LA. And you mentioned the secondary too, South Cruz. Avian White back and healthy. Poyer, Hyde. I've mentioned those guys before. Love those three. Going over 10 and a half as well. We're going to see you losing Tremaine Edmonds. That, that hurts a little, but they replaced him with the third rounder from Tulane, uh, Williams, I think his name is. So uh, that's, uh, that's our take on the Bills. Also, DeMar Hamlin, minus 300. Still, lock of locks for comeback player of the year. I think they get to uh, 11 wins. 11 and six is where I have the bills. Now, uh, <clears throat> Harry, you took this one too. The Jets, nine and a half. It, you go over, it's minus 130. I'm surprised it's not minus 750, the way the people love the Jets this year. Plus 250, like I said, to win the division. 16 to one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Robert Salas in his third year. Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator. People like that to pair him with Aaron Rodgers, who they paid a boatload to get over to uh, MetLife Stadium. They added Rodgers. They add Lazard Clark, the uh, safety from Baltimore is big. Uh, Cole Hardman, you know, they uh, re-signed Quincy Williams. They, they get most of their pieces back. They lose Elijah Moore. Maybe not that big a deal to Cleveland. Uh, they lose Rankins. Uh, they got the speedster uh, linebacker McDonald, the linebacker from Iowa State. They're projected to be a top defense. I like them just over nine and a half. I think I have them. I think I have them at 10. No, I'm sorry. I have them at 11 wins. So I'm I'm drinking the Kool-Aid as much as everyone else. 
Uh, Harry, you're going to go under here with these Jets. Yeah, I'm not. Um, everyone loves this Jets team. You mentioned Sal and Aaron Rodgers love fest with everybody on hard knocks, even opposing coaches and players. What happens when this team is one and three and he's blaming his O-line or his receivers couldn't run the right route? Uh, 12 picks last year, Rodgers. Uh, it's most since 2008, 39 years old. I don't think he's the savior of this team, uh, considering he hasn't done anything really in the past four seasons. going to be 40 in December. Um, 13 wins the last three seasons combined for these Jets team, the Jets team uh, have hit 10 wins once, once since 2011. I'm worried about their offensive line. Becton hasn't been good uh, in the first round pick from a couple of years back from Louisville. Uh, I believe in the Jets when I see it work out on the field. And Sal, the first six games, killer schedule. Yeah. Monday night against Buffalo at Dallas. New England, they probably win that one, but still, New England owns them. Kansas City, Denver, and then Nathaniel Hackett Bowl, and then Philadelphia. Yeah, and they end with Washington, Cleveland, and New England. Yeah, I, I get it. Black Friday game against Miami. Here's the thing. But people are like, <clears throat> they're really like, well, you got an MVP from two years ago in Aaron Rodgers. Or there's the other camp with, well, the guy couldn't score on first and goal from the three with the Packers last year, uh, multiple times. So, but... What happens if he's in the middle, Parley kid? Shouldn't he be that guy be like, what if he's like a Kirk Cousins type? You know, well, he doesn't have to be the Aaron Rodgers from three years ago right. or the one from last year. But I think it's such a big upgrade for the Jets, even if he's like a 15th or 16th best quarterback in the league. And I think that gets him to 10 wins. I know what Harry's saying, <clears throat> but with the uh, the first five or six games and maybe emotion sets in and some weird like New York media stuff seeps through and we see Aaron Rodgers has to tell everyone to chill, but I think eventually they get to 10 wins. So I'm going uh, over there. Um, yeah. Brother Brian, these dolphins I have a very, very, very strong opinion about these dolphins. Uh, nine and a half is the over under uh, under minus minus one fifteen, pretty much even whichever way you want to go three to one to win the division 25 to one to win the Super Bowl. This is uh, McDaniel's second year. I don't understand that guy. I want to I want to like him, but he just doesn't seem like a a true <laughs> head coach. Uh, he, I guess he's a good clubhouse guy. Not that you'd hear anything different from anyone. This is uh, Vic Fangio's first year as a defensive coordinator. Remember, he mm. was the Eagles Super Bowl consultant and uh, went out there. They their, their defense was rock solid in that game. So they got Fangio on the contract. They give Ramsey $44 million. They give up time. Tight end Hunter Long for him. And Ramsey's now out until December, we think. Uh, he and Howard would have made probably the best one two combination uh, right there on the corner side. This, this team, they play the AFC West, by the way, and the NFC East, the uh, AFC East does. There are additional games at Carolina, Tennessee, and at Baltimore. They open at the Chargers, at New England, Denver, at Buffalo. So three of the first four are on the road. Um, to me, it's like, you know, I don't think Tua makes it to the finish line. I really don't. And, you know, I know he's like taking jujitsu and he's learning how to fall and stuff. But, you know, when you get slung from behind and you're not seeing the hits, like it's a, the jujitsu doesn't really matter. I don't think Harry, I took uh, judo up at Oswego my first year and I didn't do it for this, but they said, this is good for when you fall and slip on the ice, you tuck your chin, you tuck your elbow and you smack down on the ground. So yeah, that's the extent of being taught how to fall. Nice. But then when you're bitten thrown by a 300 pounder, I didn't have to, I didn't have to worry about that in Oswego. 
unless your brother Harry bumped into me by accident. But uh, I didn't have to worry about that. But anyway, you know, it only goes so far. I think they're going to be extra careful with Tua. Maybe not the Dolphins, but the league is. So anything that seems like a concussion, he's out for the game. Anything that is right. a concussion, right. he's out for three or four games. I don't know. I don't think it's going to. I think it's going to be Mike White's team for most of the run. And that's why, Bri, I'm going under nine and a half here. Yeah, look, I don't. I, I gave out Mike White for the most backup uh, wins the last time we did this, even though I don't yeah. even know if Mike White's the backup right now. It, it still could go back to Thompson, too, I guess. Right. But I will say kudos to the Dolphins last year, right? They gave the Bills all they could handle in the playoffs with Skylar mm-hmm. Thompson at QB. They scared the crap out of any of us who had the Bills money line in that game. Yep. That said, though, they lost six of their last seven last year. Yeah. I'm not in, I, I I too I'm not entirely sold on McDaniel. I don't really know what he is. Uh, but again, this this really comes down to can Tua stay healthy and look, like you're saying, even if Tua say Tua stays healthy, 10 wins is tough with this schedule for anybody in the AFC East. It's a really, really, really tough schedule. Harry yeah. was talking about the Jets schedule, right? The Dolphins are the same, right? You're at Chargers, at Pats, at Buffalo. Those three are the first four. But seven of those first eight, they've Carolina's the only gimme on those their schedule and that mm-hmm. before their bye. And then even after their bye, Raiders, Commanders, Titans. Those are like the three games you're like, yes, they have to win. But everything else, really tough. So I even with the healthy Tua, I think it's really tough for them to get to 10 this year. Well, and, you know, like you said, with those four first four, which are tough, three of the first four, you're really kind of not knowing how long two is going to make it. You really have to win those, you know, yeah, you do. to be in it. I mean, at the end, Dallas at Baltimore and Buffalo, who knows who their quarterback is? I know you could say that about anyone, but I think they're going to be extra, extra careful with two. They have a week, weird week nine game versus Kansas City and Germany, and then they play the Black Friday game against the Jets. So... That's fun. And, you know, defense changes from year to year, but they were 24th last year and only forced 14 turnovers. So that's going to be a problem for the Dolphins as well. All right, Brian and I are going under. Polly Kid, let's bring you into the mix. The Patriots, Bill Belichick's Patriots, over under seven and a half. You want under, you got to go minus 135, eight to one to win the division, 60 to one to win the Super Bowl, 25 and 25 since Brady left. Uh, Bill Belichick, 71 years old. He's going to get his 300th win. I think he is if he hits two more. Now, it's a clean slate with Bill O'Brien in at offensive coordinator for uh, Matt Patricia. And I know Patriots fans love this. I know that they they love having Juju Smith-Schuster. I know they love the cornerback from Oregon, Gonzalez. I know they love that Belichick's had the top 10 defense the last 11 years, which is pretty impressive. Um, Judon, 15 and a half sacks. They like the young ed- uh, edges there. So it's all it's all Mac Jones, though, right? How, how excited yeah. are you going to get for this guy? Um, you know, because otherwise the supporting cast might not really be there for them. They open with Philly, Miami, at the Jets, and at Dallas. They have the ninth hardest schedule. Parley kid, I have them 7 and 10. I think they're a gutty team that's going to, you know, win games like 16-13 when they do. Mm-hmm. But I think their ceiling offensively is uh, right there, reasonably low. And so I only have them winning seven games. You have them over. Yeah, look, I'm a, uh, like you said, 25 and 25 since Belichick left. What gets, what, that Brady, gets yeah. you over this, I mean, since uh, Brady left, that gets yeah. you over this number, right? So uh, that yeah. being said, I the Bill O'Brien hire is great. Bill O'Brien's back to doing what he should be doing, calling an offense. I, I always thought he was pretty good at it. 
Uh, obviously, look, you won you won eight last year with a defensive coordinator calling your offense. Mm-hmm. I, this is a huge upgrade in a, in a, in a, in it for this team. You don't understand to me. So think about uh, if uh, the if um, what's the Dallas uh, Quinn was calling the offense next year for the Cowboys. Would you expect them to win more than three games? Right. Somehow the Patriots, because they play good defense, they run the ball well. They do. They still fundamentally do a lot of things well. And now you add some talent to this team. Look, I don't love. It drives me crazy that they undervalue their wide receiver position. I don't get it. Like Juju Smith. Schuster was your big acquisition. I, I, it's obviously an upgrade, probably to what they already had, but it doesn't excite me. I wouldn't be excited as a Patriots fan. That right. being said, I'm taking the over because Matthew Ju- Judon is a heck of a defensive player. The secondary is loaded, especially with the addition of Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Uh, now adding to that, I finally think maybe they're going to go. And I, I know they picked up Zeke, and I'll talk about Zeke in a little while. Um, but I think they finally have like their running back that they can focus on him, Ramondre Stevenson, like the one guy that he's going to be getting the ball a significant amount of carries this year, where it's not going to be so much him one game, this other guy, another game. He's the guy. I think that helps them. And I think, Mm -hmm. look, Mac Jones regressed last year, but look, he's got guys nipping at his heels, Zappy, even some Malik Cunningham talk, uh, and some packages maybe, Mm -hmm. um, with all that being said, Jones has to play well. I think having Bill O'Brien in there is going to really help this kid. Their offensive line is always pretty solid. I, I just don't see the Patriots with Belichick ever going under eight. Mm-hmm. Patriots win eight. Maybe they're lucky they win nine, but they go over the seven and a half. All right. Well, let's pick a winner. Harry, you and I are on the Bills at plus 125. I'm going to be honest. I have them, they and the Jets, I have them both at 11 and 6 and have the Bills winning a tiebreaker, but I just think it's going to come down to the Bills are going to be slightly better. And that that week one, is that the biggest game on the schedule? I don't know if you've seen, but that Bills-Jets could be number one right there. And how the Jets handle the first six is a big, uh, big issue. But I think I'm going with the solid Bills team with still a plus number next to them to win the division like they've done yeah. the last uh, few years. Harry, you agree? Yeah, that that uh, week one game is Monday night. That's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. But Sal, I'm taking the Bills with you. I have faith in Josh Allen to be better this year and expect the Bills to win the games it's supposed to. Still the best team in the division. You mentioned Miami, you know, made great strides last year. Uh, but to its health, it's always a concern. Jets O-line could really hurt their chances. And I don't love Mac Jones and New England's offense enough to overtake Buffalo. I got the bills for the East. All right, Bri, you and uh, Parley Kid have the Jets at plus 250. I know I'm falling. I'm falling for this Jets trap like everyone else, everyone else. So I'm, I'm planning on them letting me down. But look, really talented field. And I, look, I, I've said this before. We've seen great success, right, from these these top quarterbacks who have left their teams, right? Joe Montana was, you know, I, I know there was reasons why he left the 49ers, but 17 and eight with the Chiefs. Manning, the two years he left right after the Colts, 13 Brady. and three, both of those years. Brady, obviously what you got from him. Now Rodgers, again, a new breath of life for this guy. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, what I would say, the first goal for this team should be to win the division. Everything else, I mean, I know everybody wants to be in the conference championship or to win a Super Bowl. The first goal for this team, win the division this year. And like I, I do think the Bills and Jets are right there together. I just, 
there was enough cracks in the Bills last season. And I don't know if that's because of Allen's shoulder or what was going on, but they fell in love too much with passing the ball. They got away from running the ball other than Allen. Um, So I don't know. I just a little bit. I I think I, I trust the Jets defense a little bit more here. I know they have problems on the offensive line. And look, if they can escape those first six, if they can be, I know it's really tough to say four and two for those first six, but even if they're three Mm, and three, three I think they, I think they can go out a run after that. But Sal, you tell me if you like the Jets plus two fifty, do do you just take them week one? Like, yeah, they're they're going to be some games that they probably need to win, right? And that that being one of them, yeah, that big one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you're you're definitely counting on that one. Because the Bills, the Bills' first couple aren't necessarily as tough. It's not Mm -hmm. it's not as tough as the stretch. The back end it's a little harder for them. Right. All right. Parley kid, got anything to add about the Jets? I mean, no. Look, I I yeah. I gave, uh, I think, the Jets a couple weeks ago at plus 280. I think the numbers come down to plus mm-hmm. 250 uh, for all the reasons Brian said. I, I just think there's something about – I don't know if the Bills have upgraded. I know they got Kincaid. I just don't know if they've upgraded enough in their receiver spot to help Allen out enough. Well, the Jets. Well, this is a big. Gabe Davis has to have. I mean, I think this is a contract year for well, Gabe Davis. So that guy, look, that guy's got to step up and not, you know, score three touchdowns one week and then disappear well, for we a saw, month and a half. We basically saw Davis do that last year, like two big games and basically yep. zilch the yeah. rest of the year. And I just, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think there's a number two option mm-hmm. for, for Allen that can really help him get to another level. Well, the Jets, I mean, obviously Rodgers is going to help them get to another level. I think Rodgers, there's enough talent on this Jets offense. Now their running back situation is is loaded. Uh, their receivers are solid. Their offensive line is where the worries are. They can yep. shore that up. I think this team wins that division. Let's roll with, let's roll with the team that uh, should be fun. Let's take the Jets. All right. Another underrated set. The Bills are still very tough to beat at home. There was seven and one at home last year. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're going back to the, the 90s Bills where they just uh, terrorize teams when they come in. All right. Let's do our team props as found on Caesars. I'm just going to sorry. I'm going to hate the Dolphins all year until I'm proven otherwise. And I think you can get a good, good value with the adjusted under seven and a half wins at plus 280. I just don't love their quarterback situation. I don't love the hits. They've taken this off season, right? Tyreek Hill went into, got in a little trouble. They're running back from A&M, dinged up. Terrence Armstead, I think he's going to be, he's going to be okay by week one, but that is huge if that guy's not around on the offensive line for Miami. Tua himself said he had thoughts of retiring, so I don't like the vibe with Miami right now, and I think under seven and a half, I have them at seven and ten, which gets you under seven and a half, and you get good value at plus 280. Parley Kid, you have them to not make the playoffs also probably smart because uh, yeah, know, that's, basically, they, you, yeah, minus one sixteen. Yeah, minus one fifteen. I just a little typo there. Uh, um, yeah, basically, oh, even odds for a team that I just can't believe in. Oh, because this quarterback league, I just one hit to it. Like you've said, uh, he's so fragile right now, and you know the league is going to be looking at every single mm-hmm. hit he takes mm-hmm. and whether or not he should come into a game. Uh, and I just don't think Mike White or Skylar Thompson would be the answer to get this team to go forward. Uh, I feel bad for two. I, I feel terrible yeah. uh, for him. Uh, it's a terrible thing. I think Miami does have some weapons. Obviously, Tyreek Hill, to me, uh, is uh, one of the top players in the game. But uh, if he doesn't have a top-flight quarterback to throw him the ball, 
Uh, he's, you know, he's only could be as good as the QB. I think the QB is the reason why I'm, I'm doing this. So I've never been a huge Tua guy anyway. I, I'm not sure if he has the arm anyway. A healthy Tua is that big-time quarterback we were just talking about in Josh Allen or Al, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I just don't know. We've seen a healthy Tua throw, try to throw a 50-yard ball. ends up like 43 yeah. yards. And so now with him being hurt, he's going to be jittery in the pocket. They don't make the playoff Sal, this year. I'm pretty confident of that. Listen, if he's healthy, of course, they're right in there with the 8, 9, 10, 11 win mix. teams. Right, uh, you right. know, he, he threw, what, six touchdown passes against the Ravens last year? So, yeah, he's he's dynamite when he's out there. But I just think there's going to be cutaways of him on the sideline, throwing his helmet in disgust, being like, oh, come on, I can play. Put, put me in there, you know, after he just gets hit from behind. They're going to treat him with kid gloves, unfortunately. 100%. Uh, or fortunately, if you have the Dolphins to not make the playoffs at minus 115. <laughs> All right, uh, Harry, Jets under three and a half division wins. Caesar has division wins on there. I think, what did they have? Uh, I think they were two and four in the division last year, but under three and a half means they lose, uh, wait, so they lose, they lose two games at least, right? Well, three games. I can't figure out math. Go ahead. Three. <laughs> now, they, you're right, now, they did have two yeah. division wins. Last year, mm-hmm. no matter how mediocre Belichick and his Pats are, they always beat the Jets. They beat the Jets 14 straight times. Mm-hmm. Miami, Brian mentioned, Sal, you too. Playoff team last year, almost upset Buffalo in the playoffs. And the Bills blew one versus the Jets last year. Allen played terrible in that game in a three-point loss. He had zero touchdowns, two picks. Revenge on his mind, like it was mentioned in that game one. Can't wait for that season opener. Maybe the Jets get one against the split against New England. Get another one somewhere. Maybe take Miami down. I don't think they beat the Buffalo this year under three and a half. All right. So, I mean, your big games are opening night or opening Monday night and that Black Friday game against the Dolphins. You got to at best split those to win that. Brian, you're toying with um, these division wins as well. We're all over the place here. Yeah, because I have the Pats under two and a half division wins. Look, it sucks going against Belichick, but that's kind of where we're at. And that's how great football is this year, right? The the fact that the Pats are the the worst team right now in the AFC East. I mean, I don't know if that's the way it's going to end up, but it's pretty that that shows you how good the rest of this division. Three and three last year, right? In the division. Yeah, three and three last year. But look, the funny thing is, right, they they gotten beat up to the Bills in four straight. Mm-hmm. Four straight from the Bills. And I know we're talking about the health of Tua, so we never know if he's quarterbacking, but he is playing right. in week two. Mm-hmm. Tua is 4-0 against the Patriots. And they won at the end. Of, they beat the right. they, they beat the Dolphins later in the season without Tua. So now you're left with the Jets. And, and look, I know I said before winning the division is the most important thing probably for the Jets this year. Actually, the most important thing is is beating the Patriots this year, right? Every mm-hmm. Jets fan, that's their goal is yeah. to sweep the Pats. I don't know if they sweep them, but I, I think they at least get one of those games here. I think the Pats Pats get one maybe against maybe against the Dolphins. So I'm I'm thinking two and four for them in the division. All right. And listen, we're all we'll go to our player prop here. We're all looking different ways to fade Miami. And you're hitting it head on here, brother Bry. Two yeah. under twenty five and a half. TD passes. Look, I know we, yeah, we've said this a lot here with the Dolphins, but under 25 and a half touchdown passes on it. Look, it's not fun being pessimistic, but you have to be realistic with this. And it is wacky to me to think 
when you look hit back all the unders, two, hit all the unders, and don't I know, apologize look, for play, it. Yeah, just we're do not it. gonna, we're not, we're not gonna apologize. Yeah, you take all of them, not just two. You take well, yeah, especially the running backs. Yeah. I know you like the running backs sell more probably so than the quarterbacks, mm -hmm. but it's wacky to think that Tua actually played in thirteen games in each of the last two seasons. It seemed like he played yeah. in like yeah. eight games, uh, but like you said, the way his career is like, and I'm not even just saying it's necessarily you know an injury to the head. He's had lower body issue, right. issues plenty of times. He's had tough times right. avoid, avoiding hits. It's not last year was the concussions. It's not just been the concussion. Yep. So if it's a concussion, this is definitely going under because he's going to miss four, mm -hmm. five, six games the next time. It could just be something with his ankle, lower body here too. Um, and look, even for as explosive as this team was, in 13 games, I know he missed parts of each game. You know, he still threw for he threw for 25 touchdowns last mm -hmm. year. So, unfortunately, again, I think it's for it's fun for the league if Tua is playing. I just don't know how many games he plays. So under yep. 25 and a half, I think. It's All right, part. Harry, keep it going with your Jets hatred. Uh, Lazard under 51 and a half receptions. Is that what you have? <laughs> yeah, uh, Jets offensive line again has problems and is huge concern. Wilson is their number one receiver, obviously, after a tremendous rookie season. Uh, Lazard does know Rodgers well, but changes conferences and needs 52 to win this bet. He hasn't had more than he's had he has he's had more than 40 one time in his career. Hmm. All right. Unders, listen, you're not gonna I'm not gonna hate on any under anybody ever picks for player prop. Parley Kid, I'm not sure what you're doing here with Zeke because you wrote Zeke, you see. 425 yeah. and a half yards <laughs> I, rushing. I, I think that's I, under. Under, right? I am uh, using my when phone. I was wondering myself, so. I can't, <laughs> uh, can you guys, I can't see what I'm typing on my phone anymore. I don't know. and uh, I, I don't know what happens. And if it's not I, making autocorrects, I'm screwed. You're very excited. Um, I think you're going under here, though. Right? I'm going under. Yeah, okay. Sal. Um, I've thought about this one. With I was going to take that one, by the way. You know, uh, yeah, I, I just, can you see it? I think that, like I said before, I think with Stevenson here, the, the Patriots have their running back, right? Zeke is really bringing him in to mm -hmm. uh, block on third downs, maybe come in, help pass protect. I think he'll be the short yardage back still, you know, around the goal line, third and one, fourth and one, uh, Zeke gets used. Uh, and I also can see at some point, I would not be surprised, like after week four or five, the Patriots are just cutting him loose. So, you know, they're not, hmm. he's the type of guy with the contract he's on that if they really almost like, oh, we got our, our kids strong. They got a couple other guys in the fold. Yeah, Ty Montgomery, that, I think, is on that know, team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a Montgomery guy either. Uh, I, but I just don't know uh, if he even makes it through the full season with them. And I'm not a Zeke hater. I still, still think he has uh, some juice left in the tank in the right system. Uh, I think he can help them. But I just don't – I'm going to take under 425 rushing yards just mm. because I just don't think he's going to get enough carries or uh, have enough of a role with this team eventually. Right. Yeah, the only thing that – I you know, I, I'm cautious about is Belichick, the way he runs the, these running back. I think Stevenson averages between 12 and 14 carries a game. So I'm just wondering where the carries will go. But he's just yep. so weird. Anyone who's ever had a Patriots running back on their fantasy team knows like, well, why, whoa, why isn't Damian Harris? Why isn't, why isn't white in there? Like he had over 120 yards. Like, oh, he had four carries the next game. So it's so screwy the way he operates that backfield, uh, Belichick. But 
maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a whole different uh, story uh, th- this year with what they got going with O'Brien. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't mind that under. I am going to go. This was a, what you know, JJ, John Jastrzemski calls these rat lines. And by the way, he would hate this podcast because I have the Dolphins coming in fourth place. But <laughs> so what? It's going to happen. So what are you going to do? But this is a rat line. Josh Allen and Brian, as you pointed out, I like all the unders with running backs and maybe even more so with running quarterbacks. His over under is 575 and a half rushing. This is coming off 763 and 762 the last two years. And the new total is 575 and a half. I'm not buying it. This is his sixth year. And if you look throughout history, you normally see a market decline in run production yep. from running quarterbacks. Steve Young, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, and even more so nowadays. It just you don't want to see these guys banged up. Brian, I don't know who mentioned it. Like, you know, he turned the ball over 19 times. He's got to do that less. And I think to do that. You're going to run the ball less. I just think he is. I think he's going to, he's not going to take the corner as much as he does running the ball himself. You know, they drafted a tight end. So the short yardage stuff along with Knox and Kincaid, I think is going to um, rear its head in the form of passing and not rushing. I'm going under 575 and a half. And I urge everybody to take unders for all four running backs in this uh, division. So, all right, we did it. I think we're okay guys with the AFC East. Nice job. We're all over the place. But uh, Parley Kid and Brother Bry have the Jets. Harry and I have the Bills, but we're not stopping there. We're going to preview the AFC North when we return. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or maryland visit mdgamblinghelp.org or west virginia visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP colorado dc nevada wyoming kansas call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT iowa call 1-800-BETS-OFF louisiana call 1-877-770-STOP Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
All right, AFC North. Wow, this is tough. This is, I mean, the East is tough too, but the AFC North is just, they just play, just bang you up football all year round. A lot of them are on prime time. It's very hard to say that either team is going to sweep another in the division 2-0, but let's start with the Bengals. They're over under is 11 and a half. Well, they're favored. Let's start with them to win the division at plus 160. I'll read these lines. The Ravens are plus 210. The Browns are plus 380. And the Steelers are plus 475. If you go with the Bengals uh, win total, 11 and a half is the number. The under is juiced at minus 144. They're 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Zach Taylor, fifth year, fifth year already. 28, 36 and 1. It's hard to believe they went to the Super Bowl. He's still eight games under five. Hundred. Uh, you have Lou Anamuro. Uh, uh, it's his fifth year. Callahan's the offensive coordinator. You know, I look at their schedule, and they open at Cleveland, Baltimore, Rams, and at Tennessee. But it seems pretty easy. And don't forget, they lost their first two last year and ended up twelve and four. They only had sixteen games because that Bills game didn't count. Uh, they were six and one at home. They played the sixth hardest schedule. They added Orlando Brown. At left tackle, uh, they add the Rams safety, Nick Scott, in free agency. Trevor Simeon's going to be the backup to Burrow. They draft the 29th pick. They got the defensive end out of Clemson, Miles Murphy. So what surprised me, Bri, is that they were 18th in big plays, right? Like we're we're looking at them and you think, oh, Jamar Chase down the sideline and breaks it. But they were basically efficient, but not explosive, the key to their offense last year was Burrow's release was 0.13 seconds faster. And that was good because he was like the most sacked quarterback over the last three years before that. Uh, like I said, they lost two good safeties in Bates and Bell. Uh, they have 30 sacks, which is fourth worst, which is weird because that was their Super Bowl strength, the Super Bowl year strength sacks. But they had 30, uh, which was 29th in the league. Um Boyd's on a decline. You know, I like them for what they are, but I think 12 is a little too much here. I'm going to go under. Convince me why you're going to go 12 or over. I think uh, I have them at 11 and six for the year. Oh, so close. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is what I am. Well, listen, try to fill out wins and losses. You'll see, like, you don't get too too much different from the number that they provide. (laughs) Well, that's that's what makes it so difficult, right? right? That's what I was saying last week when you do college. You're like, all right. You're yeah, always right. off a half. You're always off yeah. a half a game either way. I mean, they get in they, college. They you have fewer games too. There's only twelve. These are seventeen. So you think you can right. get like a little bit more variance, right. but it ends up but being it, close to the number. But it's funny. I was going back and forth because obviously this division again is really tough too. But I was going back and forth whether or not the schedule is difficult, and I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't think it really is. And look, it appears Burrow is going to be on track to be back for week one. Mm-hmm. And Burrow is one of those quarterbacks. He has the support now for me to just uh, one of these, the one of the top QBs that just wins 12 games a year. Look, this team won eight straight regular season games to close out last year. Week one, I know, is super important for them, right? You know, if you get by the Browns, they're going to have a great record heading yep. into that bye. Sure. They're going to have a great record. And, and look... This this team, one of their issues over the years, offensive line, their offensive line is significantly better. Uh, mm-hmm. th- that's that's number one. So this offense is going to be really hard to stop. Plus, 
you were saying explosive plays. So I think that's the great thing about the Bengals, right? They stick with the run. They run the ball well. Yeah. Like they have. They, they just have a good flow to that offense. And when Burrow needs to make a play, he makes a play. And I would say defensively, they may be a little bit worse. They took a little bit of a hit. But they add a lot of depth in that draft, right? The kid Murphy at one point was supposed to be like a top yep. 10 pick. He fell to the end of the first round. They get the kid Turner from Michigan. They get battle from Alabama. So they brought in some good depth pieces, I thought, um, to that defensive side of the ball. And those guys will be really good players, I think, in year two, year three. So, um, I, yeah, I just I think they're I think they're going to win 12 to 13 games. I just think mm. that's what the Bengals are right now. Here's what's crazy about it. As I go through um but what I gave them for wins and losses, I think I have them five and one in the division, but I have them Ooh. losing that first game in Cleveland because <laughs> I love, you know, why I don't know. I love the Browns so much this year. <laughs> I have them losing at Tennessee. I have them losing to Seattle and at San Francisco Ooh. at Jacksonville and Minnesota. I like this year. So those are where I have their six losses, but I actually think they'll handle the division. Okay. Uh, still going on there. You're going over Ravens. Nine and a half. Oh, Parley Kid. Parley Kid, I should just start with you because I'm going under here. Uh, you got to go minus 170 if you like over, like I said, plus 210 for the division and 18 to one. You know, they, they paid uh, Lamar yeah. Jackson. They a little bit of a defensive exodus. They're not going to be they're not going to be deep at defense. They you know a lot of these guys were good clubhouse guys. Maybe a little past their prime. JPP Peters, Chuck Clark, the safety. I said Calais Campbell, Justin Houston. I mean, that's a lot of. Uh, common names. They bring uh, Rocky and Sin in there. They re-signed Roquan Smith. Like I said, gave Lamar his money. But Parley kids, sell me on the over. I'm going under. I don't like the depth. I don't like the uh, pressure that's going to be on Lamar Jackson. And I'm not sure what this Monken taking over. So we'll see. Okay, well, I I think the names you just mentioned are all addition by subtraction for the Ravens. Just Hmm. old guys getting old, guys... A uh, little uh, worn down in their careers, so I think the Ravens, if anything, are much more athletic this year than they have been in past years. Um, this is a Ravens team that uh, you know they've won ten plus games in four out of the last five years. Lamar yep. Jackson is an MVP candidate every year. You, you might as well put some money on him again this year because he's one of the few quarterbacks who can run that do run. And now that he's got his contract. Right, I, I I don't think we're going to see him hesitate to tuck that ball down and run because that what's make that makes him what he is. And as long as he's doing that, this team is a threat to win all the time. Look, yeah, I I'm not a huge Odell guy, uh, but is is in a certainly better than anybody they have had. By the way, mm-hmm. when I was looking this up, uh, somebody put uh, down that the Ravens signed a future Hall of Famer, Odell Beckham. Uh, wow. Odell Beckham is not a future Hall of Famer mm. uh, unless he has a, his career gets revitalized here with the Ravens. Uh, Zay Flowers, a uh, big pickup for a rookie from Boston College. Uh, maybe Rashad Bateman finally makes that step as a receiver as well. Mark Andrews is one of the top tight ends in the league. And don't discount what J.K. Dobbins did when he played last year. Uh, what a difference maker. Sal, he averaged... 5.7 yards per carry last yep. year uh, for this Ravens team that had no passing game to scare him, uh, to, to, for people to be scared of. So that always hurts the running back, not Dobbins. He was fantastic in his limited carries. Tucker is going to win you one or two games alone just by being better than the other field goal kicker. A full right. year now of Roquan Smith. 
Their defense was vastly improved when Smith stepped on the field for the uh, for the Ravens last year. Their schedule, strength of schedule is right in the middle. The Ravens do what the Ravens do. They're going to win their 10-plus games as long as Lamar's healthy. Let's roll with the Ravens again. They're not the Bengals, but they're still the Ravens. All they right. win 10, maybe 11, maybe, but I'll, I'll say definitely <clears> 10. All right, listen, I'll admit, uh, betting against John Harbaugh double digits regular season probably makes as much sense as betting against Tomlin over eight and a half wins or whatever it is. And uh, I'm doing both. I'm betting against both. Marlon Humphrey is out with uh, foot surgery, too. So that yeah, that hurts that defense, which I think is already a little, little bit thin uh, in some spots. So I'm going to go under. Parlay kid goes over. Now here's here's my big swing. Browns, nine and a half. Uh, if you go under, it's minus 130. If you like them to win the division, they're plus 380. 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl parlay, mm. kid. This is where we disagree. Stefanski's in his fourth year. They get Jim Schwartz in there at defensive coordinator. I think that could be big. They bring in Dalvin Tomlinson at defensive tackle. They bring, bring in the safety Thornhill from Kansas City. Zadarius Smith is a big signing on the edge to go opposite of uh, Miles Garrett. They open Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and Baltimore. Three of the first four at home versus rivals. Uh, seventh easiest strength of schedule. They play a lot of weak quarterbacks. They play Tennessee, Indianapolis, Arizona, Houston. So either first year or just not great QBs. Uh, obviously, this is Deshaun Watson. You know, I could get canceled for taking them over. God forbid I take them to win the division, but... I think he's going to be I was asking a lot for him to come in towards the end of the year and uh, pick up where he left off a couple years ago. I think that's going to be a, an easier transition. You know, there were two and six and one score games. They were in a lot of those games to get a more, the good slot ad from the jets. So I'm looking at this team. I got them over nine and a half parley kid. You got them under. I have them at 11 wins actually. I think, you're just, at me. I, I, I think you're trolling Lil A right now. <laughs> I think that's all this is about. No, man. I, I'm, I'm usually you. the Lil A troll. Right. Uh, and I'm he's going to be very happy with me, uh, with me taking the Browns under. Okay. So I don't – look, I actually had the Browns last year, I think, to go over. I watched a lot of their football games. There was nothing about them last year that would excite me uh, this season. Uh, I do hmm. think – Deshaun Watson, um, what can we say about him? I, I think, again, when you talk about bad vibes around a place, uh, I, I think Cleveland's got plenty of bad vibes surrounding it, a lot due to the Deshaun Watson situation. And I'm not even a huge detractor of this, this situation, as you know. Uh, I just don't think he brought a lot to the table. He looked like a guy last year that hadn't quarterbacked in like five years. Yeah. And he just looked super rusty. His legs are overrated. You know, he's a guy who only averages 30 yards rushing per mm -hmm. game in his career. So we have Deshaun Watson's his dual threat quarterback. He's really not. He's not a guy who tucks the ball and runs. He's a quarterback first. He's not his running, his legs don't really help him uh as much as people think. Chubb, is this the year Chubb? I mean, Chubb was excellent last year, but is he is he finally gonna get more carries now that their running back situation? There's no hunt. Uh, in the fold, I don't know. I, I do think Miles Garrett is good. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's this dominant player that he gets made out to be. I could be totally hmm. wrong about that. I don't see him making huge dis. I don't see him making big plays in in games. I just don't see it happening. Um, 
I think there's ways to beat this team. Stefanski hasn't showed me much as a head coach uh, just yet. I don't know. I don't. I think this is an under season. I think this is an eight win team. I hate to say it, break the news to the Browns fans, but wow. uh, you know, I, I Sal, I could be wrong. I jumped on them last year. I don't think I saw enough in Watson in those six games to say this team is going to win ten games this year. I just I didn't, don't I didn't, see I didn't it. Expect, I throw it out. I honestly do. I, I didn't expect him to put up amazing numbers the last quarter of the season, really. And by the way, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Uh, maybe Deshaun gets six wins, Thompson-Robinson gets five. Maybe that's but, how but it goes. Sal, six, six, even in those, he, they were three and three in those six games. Yeah. I'm not sure, did he, was he outstanding in any of them? Six no. games should be enough. That There should have been enough rust to come off of him. Mm-hmm. He just didn't look very good. He looked like just a very mediocre NFL quarterback. I'm not sure if he even gets back this year to a level where this Browns team is a 10-win team. I just don't see it. All right. You know, they got Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver from Tennessee. They they got him in the third round. They like what Elijah Moore is doing, like I said. And I still think uh, we screwed up with Amari Cooper. I think he's uh, one of the more the serviceable the ball with receivers. That. Yeah, at. So yeah. I think, I think uh, he's going to end up putting good numbers up. Deshaun Watson, uh, and uh, and I have him at 11. So, all right, we disagree there. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> well, I just have a win. <laughs> wins. Wins. Yeah, I think I think they win against Cincinnati. I think they win at Pittsburgh, and they, they win at home against Baltimore. So, I think they're uh, three I, and one. As we're to going start. Darren, listen, Darren, 32 years of knowing Sal, never once have I ever heard him tout the Browns ever. Ever? Yeah. Ever. Right. I don't know why it just jumped exactly. out at me. I like I like the way they're set up this year. I really do, and I I, uh, I think Garrett is a dominant player. And sixteen sacks, you know, back to back. I'm sorry they're not having happening in big games, but I don't think it's his fault. Uh, you know, I I I get it. Like the low quality figures, some of these guys on this team. So it's hard to uh, pull the trigger, if you will, on uh, some you know their win total being so high. But uh, this is the one. This is the one I'm taking, and you love uh, I'm sticking to it. It's yeah. weird. I don't know why I do. Steelers, on the other hand, nine is the over under minus one fifteen. Either way, you get plus four seventy five if you like them to win the division. Sixty to one to win the Super Bowl. This is Tomlin's seventeenth season, never below five hundred. So it would seem like you would at least take the over nine. And uh, at worst, get a push. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I, I go under here. I, here's the thing. These are the best three quarterbacks I think the Steelers have seen in this division um, in many years. I think if Watson is as good as he, well, if he's as good as he is, I think he is. That's for sure. Uh, Burrow and obviously Lamar Jackson back. Uh, I wasn't in love with Pickett. I really wasn't. You look at his numbers. Maybe he'll be a, more of a scrambler type. Um, they were the least injured team in 2022. Um, worst passing touchdown, 12 passing touchdowns for Pickett, uh, uh, for the team. Uh, seven from Pickett, nine interceptions. The left tackle is trouble. They allowed like 85 pressures. They replaced Sutton with Peterson. That's not great. Um, you know, uh, Deontay Johnson, 147 targets, no oh, touchdowns. I don't, lo- I don't love this team brutal. at all. Yeah, I mean that you had him right. So I'm gonna go under here. I think they're a seven and ten type team in a rugged. I'm sorry, I have them at eight and nine actually, but it's still under nine in a rugged, rugged AFC North. Harry, I just have them at eight wins. Joel just jumped off the podcast. By the oh, way, oh he did. 
Uh, maybe he might have jumped <laughs> off okay? his roof. He might have just maybe jumped off his roof. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Hold, hold on. I, st- I, I still have faith in my guy, Harry. Hold on. Okay, hold Harry, on. take I, the I under. I still have faith. Finish him Sorry, off, Sorry, buddy. I'm going under nine. I'm with Sal. I got him oh, at eight. Hell. Very possibly Pitt's in the toughest division. They won nine last year, but seven of those wins were one-score games. Kenny Pickett had a lot of interceptions to start the season last year. Did play tough down the stretch to close the season. Him to Pickens was nice at times, but to ask to get to 10 is a lot. Najee Harris's numbers went down from his rookie season. Defensively, Pitt is tough, but they need TJ Watt to play every week. Yep, not yep. just 10 like last week, last year. And yep. Pitt has hit 10 wins just once, just once since 2017. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't know. I don't want to pick on the Steelers, but like I said, I look at the quarterbacks. Like this is the toughest slate they've faced in the division in a, a long time. They they open with San Francisco, Cleveland at your Raiders, Bry, which is always tough, no matter how much oh, better. Raider, that, uh, Raiders no, always they, beat them. Raiders That's easy. Be yeah. That's an easy win for the Raiders. Harry's going to be there, and the, the their last three. So here's the thing with the Steelers. They've been lucky to get this over eight and a half for many, many years because they play the last three or three out of four against teams with backup quarterbacks. And that might be the case again. They're not going to be able to knuckleball their way to nine wins right. if they have six going into the last stretch. They're at Cincinnati, at Seattle, and at Baltimore to end. So uh, great. Joey Porter, great. Broderick Jones, you know, the offensive tackle from Georgia, they did nicely yep. in the draft, but I don't see them getting the 10 like Harry. Uh, I'm going to go under. All right, let's go for the winner. I think you guys are all against me. I'm going Browns. This is my big swing here. Plus 380. They're going to go 11 and six. I like, I think they're very balanced on both sides of the ball and uh, they're going to surprise everybody and everybody's going to hate it, but they're going to emerge as the AFC North champs plus 380. You guys like the Bengals? Bry, start with you, uh, touting the Bengals. Well, look, it's yeah, it's a really competitive, uh, really competitive division. I mean, look, you said it right. I mean, you have both teams. I guess eleven. You have both eleven and six. Now. I do. I, you know, I take the cowards' way out in like three divisions. I have two way tied. <laughs> I think I have the the Eagles and Cowboys tied too. A lot but of times. I, I mean, yeah. I, I look. I just look at it. Look, I, I mean, I said this before. I just at this. At this point, I just trust Burroughs that he's going to win his division, you know, like six of the next eight years. There's too many question right. marks mm-hmm. for the uh, for the other teams for me, whether it's Pickett, whether it's Watson or just that Browns team in general. Ravens, I think they they lack a little bit of depth this season. So I'm, I'm still going with the with the Bengals. Here. I will, I'm not going to say who, but there are some sports books out there that won't even put a win total on the Bengals because of the uncertainty with Burrow, who seems like he's going to be OK with the what was a calf sprain? Probably kid, but yeah, yeah, it is weird yep. that uh, that they're they're holding back some of these books. Yeah. Go ahead. But you like the no, Bengals I, too. I, I'm I'm with Brian. I you know uh, I'm a Burrow guy. I'm a Burrow believer. I think some guys are just born winners. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is a born winner. That guy uh, has uh, taken this team to new heights. I think, like you just said about uh, overall team. I think uh, while Cincinnati's defense, they have. Uh, Maybe not that uh, one or two guys that really stand out to you. I think they're just solid all around. They're solid everywhere on their defense. Offensively, they have shored up their line over the last year or so. And they obviously have a receiving trio that is dynamite and a very solid running game to go along with it. I think they're still the class of the division. Uh, and like uh, Bryce said, is. 
to me, as long as Burrow's there with these type of weapons, I, I have to go uh, with, with Cincy. All right. And so now our team props, as uh, featured on Caesars, are going to reflect a lot of what we just talked about. Harry Ravens, under three and a half. Division wins, minus 140. You see them going three and three. I do. Uh, two straight seasons, Lamar Jackson wasn't able to finish the last quarter of the season, as we know. Darren mentioned J.K. Dobbins earlier, but didn't play in 2021 because of injury. He played in just eight games last year and isn't happy with the Ravens in his current contract. The acquisition of Beckham could turn on Baltimore quickly if things aren't going well for them. And the Ravens do have just four total division wins the last two years combined. Yeah, I'm going to play it the other way. Mine is Ravens, no playoffs, plus 130. Um, I, I don't think eight or nine wins gets it done in the AFC. Like I said, could be a weird first year for Monken and Lamar to get on the same yeah. page. Defense isn't nearly as deep. I love the Browns. Bengals should be a double-digit win team. Pittsburgh always plays the Ravens tough, so I'm going to I'm taking the plus number there. Now, Brian, Parley Kidd, and crap all over my uh, Browns pick. Start with you, uh, Brian. <laughs> Under two-and-a-half division wins. Plus one eighty, huh? Yeah, plus one eighty. I think that's decent value. Look, I and look, I I actually see why you're taking the Browns, especially when you look at their schedule. I do think overall, or mm -hmm. when you take the actually, yeah, not necessarily for the division. I see when you're taking the over under for wins here, um, because when you look at their overall schedule, it's pretty easy. But it's you know it's going to come down to the, the the division, which I think again is very tough. And I could see them. I think Cincy or Baltimore. One of those two sweeps them, and then hmm. they split with, and then they split with the other two, whoever that is. So I, I, I don't, I don't see them beating any of these teams twice. So I think to me, two and four seems seems pretty likely in this division for, right. for me. Wow, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to you. You're gonna lose money. They were three and three last year in the division. <laughs> know, but all right, uh, Parley kid, no playoffs for the Browns. Minus one twenty. Yeah, I just kind of explained that before. I, I don't think the Browns are a playoff team. Uh, I think they're at best, at best, the third best team in this division. I think even Pittsburgh might challenge them for that third place spot. So uh, no, no playoffs for them this year. So all right, uh, for player props in the AFC North, I'm, I like Miles Garrett. I like what they set up for him. Over 14 and a half sacks at plus 110, coming off two straight years of 16 sacks. Uh, Jim Schwartz in at defensive coordinator. Uh, everything seems to be gelling there. They went out and got Zadarius Smith. I think he's going to be what they thought Jadavian Clowney would be, opposite Miles yeah. Garrett's going to open things up, spec big things out of that defense. Give me over 14 and a half sacks, and it's a plus number, plus 110. For Miles Garrett, Harry, I hate this one. I hate all the running backs mm. over, but uh, Joe Mixon over 800 and a half. Yeah, hopefully his off-field issues are taken care of. Uh, Cincinnati's offense is loaded, as we mentioned. 814 yards still last year in 14 games. And four years yeah. before that, just short of 4,000 total yards. When four down years the field, before that? Productive. Oh, oh, combined, you're saying. I see. Yeah, combined. Yeah. Oh. 4,000 yards. So he's been very consistent when he's been on the field. So I think over eight, 800 is very doable uh, with a powerful offensive I team. Don't like, uh, he was 29th in broken tackle rate, uh, Joe Mixon, last year. I just I think he's on the decline. I don't like any of them uh, over. All right, uh, Parley Kid, Chase, over 10.5 receiving touchdowns. You get a plus number for that. Yeah, plus 110, uh, two years now in the league. 
13 uh, touchdowns year one. Last year, nine, but in 12 games, uh, providing that uh, he's uh, healthy for the season, which when we talk about over-unders, that's all it's, this is really about. Chase is a top-flight receiver in this league, combined with Joe Burrow, combined with the fact that he does have other weapons that teams cannot fully concentrate on him. Boy, mm-hmm. I, is there another receiver I like to watch play more than Chase? Not really. Love watching the guy. He goes over 10 with ease, gets to 11 plus, and I hit a plus number here. Uh, Chase, over 10 and a half touchdowns. All right. He is fun. Brian, if you like the Steelers under, this uh, this kind of meshes nicely with that. TJ Watt under 13 and a half sacks. Yeah, look, there may not be another defender in football that's more important to their team. I mean, I think we saw yep. that last year, right? When he was in the lineup, they were a significantly uh, yep. better team. When he was out, he, they they really sucked. Uh, but he had five and a half sacks last year in 10 games. I know he had like 22 and a half the year before. Uh, but, you know, he, he battled that injury all season last year. Um, if healthy, I if healthy, he's probably you'd have to say in a healthy season, he's probably going to average between 15, 16. Mm-hmm. But my assumption is here again, you know, he, he's missed a game here, a game there in the years past, too. I, I think, you know, you could see miss a couple of games here. So I think under 13 and a half of this play. All right. All right, that does it for the AFC North. Parley Kid, Brother Bry, Harry like the Bengals. I like the Browns at plus 380. That's my big, big upset pick for a division. A little little teaser uh, going forward. Mm. Have mostly favorites. But anyway, let's uh, take another break. Uh, we'll be back with our bed aches. Everything wasn't so rosy this weekend. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Guys, I'm doing it. I'm betting on Little League Baseball. And I had Friday <laughs> Venezuela. I, I oh, bet no. on every single game. I had Venezuela over Panama. Uh... Sorry, Venezuela beat Panama. I had Panama. They lost 4-3, Panama. So they're tied 2-2 in the fourth. Now, these are only six-inning games, right? Venezuela has second and third, two out. The Venezuela kid swings and misses with two strikes. So that's strike three. The ball clearly is in the dirt. It's scooped by the catcher. The batter takes off to second, and the catcher just stands there with his arms in the air. Now, I'm not sure what he thought, because if he thought, okay, I don't have to tag the batter or throw it to first, then he would have just walked off the field, right? But if he thought there were two out and that was the third out, if he didn't think that, 
Either way, the batter is taking off the first base. You would think he would throw it to first, had an easy, he had him dead to rights, but he doesn't. And so now it's bases loaded, two outs. Everyone's looking at this kid like, what are you doing, kid? You know, like, uh, I don't know if he could suspend the kid, uh, but that, that's a suspendable offense, especially if people are betting on it. What do you know? The next batter, the next kid, C and I single to right. They go up uh, 4-2 and uh, win the game 4-3. Cost me big, big on a Little League World Series parlay. That's my bet a uh, Harry NASCAR. We told you plus 250 or whatever you had <laughs> Chase Elliott at was asinine. But go ahead, take us through it. I know. Well, it was my sharp tank and it was plus 275. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, if you wanted to bet the race at Watkins Glen, it was 5-1. to one. And I had mentioned on my sharp tank that if he wins, he doesn't have to qualify next week in Daytona to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So at one twenty nine Pacific time yesterday, it's Al, I texted you mm-hmm. that it, there was 54 laps ago and that he was in seventh place. So basically saying he's in it, he's got a shot. And then Logano had a pit. So <laughs> 30 seconds later, he was shot up to fifth. And then two minutes later, I'm still watching. And somehow him and his pit crew screwed up and ran out of gas. And he's sitting on the, on the track, not moving, totally ran out of gas and was done from that point on. So I, I text you at one twenty nine, at one thirty one, he was done. I just hate it. I hate the NASCAR. I just do. It's just so stupid. Well, listen, imagine if you could lose, you lose because you run out of gas. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, I had Trout to win a home run, but they made him bat his last three at bats without a bat. He had to go to the he had to go to the plate with his hands and do it. Like I, it's just it's so bizarre to me. I can't wrap my head around it. And it's so Todd Furman terrorized me betting NASCAR all those years on lock it in, and uh, I had to watch those Sunday races. But all right, so that's your bet ache, uh, oh. brother Bry. Fun UFC card. Um, but, uh, not for you necessarily. Yeah. Fun card. Yeah. I lost, uh, I lost a decent amount of money. What, what screwed <laughs> me? Wiley Zhang. I had her by KO at plus plus one ten, And I think I might've mentioned that even the other day too, on the last podcast to take her by KO, uh, decent amount of money on that. Uh, what does she do? She outlands Lemos like, uh, like basically like 270 to like 20 in strikes. It's insane. You yeah. get it. You get into the fifth round in the fifth round. I honestly thought about 10 different times they were going to stop that fight. There was, I, I mean, obviously for the f- first four rounds, she's getting beat up, but obviously they weren't going to stop it by the fifth round. I thought enough damage was done that it was like, all right, come on already. Come on already. I just assumed it was going to happen. Never happened. And I, I lose my bet there. Uh, the was, KO bets r- are one. tough because as soon as they yeah. go to the ground, it's like, ah, oh, crap. I don't yeah. have a chance oh, yeah. for, for a minute oh. here at least, you know? And yeah. uh, she almost got submitted to. By the way, could Joe I, Rogan figure out something else? Because I had Zhang also just to win on a parlay. <laughs> can he figure out a way to say, like, so she was caught in a, uh, a crucifix right. or show, and he's like, she's out. And I'm like, oh, Chris. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? He means she's out of the hold. Like, she's broken free from the hold. But right, right, right. she's out also <laughs> means she can't breathe. She's, right? So, yeah. Right, 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 yes. Right, right. Oh, I was complaining about that. I, yeah. I, I said the same thing to Brian. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't the only time we heard Rogan do that. He does right. that. Uh, look, so it's, I, I, I get it. But well, just try I, to figure what else would he say? Like, uh, she's out. She's uh, she's out I of gotta, it is not, not much better, really. I, I got to um, be honest with you, Sal. When, yeah. when you were you're saying that he said she's out, I she's thought out. he meant that she was out. Like, 
You, you yeah, explaining that's it that I way. Thought. I was nervous. No, no. I was like, no, yeah. no Darren right. thought she was out of the. Oh, out of the hole. Right. She broke free. No, no. Oh. I thought oh, she was. Oh, I thought he was saying, no, no, she's oh. out. That's I, what I, I thought. Yeah, because it was giving, tight you're and there was no him, movement. Yeah. Well, you're giving him an out by saying that. I think he meant that she was done. Oh my gosh, oh, she's really? done. I see. I see. I, I think. See. She, I think he meant it like that. I don't, I don't think know, he meant because it he was like, kind of casual. Oh, she got after out. It. Yeah. I, it, well, maybe. I think he tried to. I think he tried to play it off and be casual after it because he just almost yeah. said the fight was over, going the other way. All of a sudden, interesting. Yeah, it looked I, tight. I, there was no movement. It really appeared like, oh crap, she's not going. She's dominated this fight and she got caught here. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, and then she got out. But he also then later in another fight. I guess it had to be the next fight, the the main event. It's like he's out when when he definitely meant he's out of the hole. You know what I mean? I don't know. We gotta right. come up with new uh, verbiage for it. But uh, Parley kid, your streak is over. You had a nice UFC streak in O'Malley. Just he's like I'm gonna he's like I'm gonna find his chin and that's gonna. I be got it. cocky. And, and he did. I got cocky. Did. I was on a three or four fight UFC winning streak. Yeah, I was feeling good. I had the over three and a half rounds in that fight. I got to be honest, I, after that first round, I thought that was a lock. I'm like, this fight's going the distance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I just got that. It was playing out exactly like I thought. Sterling kind of staying away, maybe waiting for his shot to shoot, which I'm surprised he really didn't. He never really tried to wrestle him. It was kind of strange yeah. that he yeah. didn't. Um, and uh, yeah, and that, that was it. It wasn't really devastating. It was a great punch, uh, perfectly timed punch. Uh, by I give him O'Malley. credit, Sterling. He went up a weight, and you know that, that maybe they st stopped it a little early, may maybe a little bit, but I, I, I probably wouldn't have mattered. But didn't make any excuses in the post-fight interview. It was like, well, no. I just can't go up because what would Volkanovski do <laughs> he to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, uh, yes. but anyway, uh, so that's that. I think Mikey Meatballs, you called O'Malley, right? Although yes, I think he you, did. we were talking about like how. He, he would get, I mean, he's the perfect Boston fighter, right? I mean, really just, just, just stay in Boston. He'll never lose. I think you can have the proud crowd behind you there. We did um, get a letter from Leo Conley. He's one of our uh, big, yeah. big fans here. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. He says, um, Sal in the D3, I know you always talk about your bed aches from the past weekend, which is my favorite segment on the Monday show. But since football season is almost here, I wanted to share a good story from this past weekend. I was at the UFC pay-per-view this past weekend. Right away, I noticed we're a ton of Sugar Sean fans, which was odd, as I know Sterling is from New York, and I thought this fans would make the trip to Boston. No, that's not how it works. So, and on top of that, the favorites went 10 and 1 on the card, which you pointed out, Parley Kid. I uh, did. On I, our I, text. Said, I did say that last week. I thought it was a uh, yeah. uh, favorite heavy card favorite go with the Which faves yep. very rarely happens at UFC events so I decided to bet Sugar Sean to win via KO at plus 350 when he knocked him out I was one of the loudest cheers sorry for the long email I hope I don't take away from Harry's 18 parlay that lost on a WNBA <laughs> first half under that was a shoe win <laughs> thanks for the countless hours and uh, best of luck this football season Leo alright well thanks Leo so there you go cousin uh, Sal against the odds at Gmail. Dot com. Let's give everybody winners. Forget it. Oh, let's hear the music first. We'll get out and then uh, we'll hear it. Get some winners here. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right. Play of the day for Monday. You know, Brian and I have the Astros to take that um, AL West, I guess it is. 
We so we're looking at him like, oh, we need the Rangers every night. We're like, oh, we need the Rangers to lose. Boy, these Rangers won't go away. And Bry's like, it's gonna be funny when the Mariners win the West. And I laughed. And I'm like, God, I looked at it and it was plus six hundred. And now it's plus four fifty. Even since like, you know, the, the Rangers game w- was over and it was plus six hundred. Now it's plus four fifty, Bry. After uh, the Mariners' fortieth effing win in a row over the, the Astros, there. But I'm looking at there, and I still like it at plus four fifty. Nine of their next twelve are against the Mets, A's, and Royals, so they could be right there by the wow. beginning of September. And for today, they start a three game series at Chicago White Sox. They'll get nine at bats because they're the road team, which I like when I'm laying a run and a half, which I'm doing minus one twenty. Mariners eight over five hundred on the road. Sox. Eight under 500 at home. Castillo's been solid, 323 yeah. ERA. Meanwhile, Toussaint for the White Sox, not great. One and five, no decision uh, last game. Four innings, three earned runs allowed. Uh, career versus Seattle, he's got a 13.50 ERA. Give me these uh, Red Hot Mariners, Bry, minus one and a half, minus 120 tonight against the White Sox. Who you got? Yeah, I'm taking the Braves against the Mets, minus one and a half. <laughs> Are uh, you crazy? Yeah. Coming off a loss. <laughs> coming off a loss. You got the Dodgers coming up on them. They're getting close to the Braves. So they they still got to keep their foot on the pedal here. Uh, yeah. They covered the one and a half and six of their last seven against the Mets. Uh, the, the last one was a loss here. But I think they bounced back here with a, a big win against those pathetic Mets. Yeah, no kidding. All right, Parley Kid. Reds, huh? Yeah, I'm taking the Reds with plus money here, Sal. On the road against the Angels. Boy. Uh, you, what do you think about these? You think the Angels, they have to sign Otani, by the way, because now if yeah. they don't, if they don't, what they could have gotten for him. Right. Of course, this, this was the this was this the is, risk. They got to sign him. And I, I said they should have traded him anyway. But here we got Graham Ashcraft on the mound. Guys lowered his ERA by about three runs over the last month. His last 10 starts. He's mm-hmm. not given up more than three runs in any of them. He's been very, very solid. Meanwhile, on the mound for the Angels, Lucas Giolito has given up 16 runs in his last 16 innings, um, fallen on really hard times over the last year or yeah. so. So let, the Reds need it. Angels are fading. Let's take the Reds getting plus money here so on the road. But Ashcraft has been great, been very good. Let's take him. All right. Speaking of fading, boy, is this an all-time fade? The Ravens looking for their looking for their twenty fifth in oh, a row yeah. preseason, right? And brother Bry took the Ravens on extrapoints.com, which is where these guys yeah. make picks every day. Harry is taken just to be a mixer, taking the commanders plus one. You think it's a fixed line, Harry? Plus one Monday night football? Go ahead. Hmm. All right, boy, I don't, I just, uh, look, it makes sense. Like these are preseason games. They're getting lucky in a lot of these They're but they're also playing to win. It seems more than some of these teams, but if you would have faded them bright at 12 straight wins, which would have been insane, you would have lost a lot of money, right? These last yeah. dozen or so games. All right, Harry, this For is sure. a great Harry game. For sure. 
Uh, Babyface, what do you think of this? I mean, I'm surprised we're not getting Harry's preseason pick of the year. Is that is what this... this is? Can we call it that? <laughs> All right. Wow. It's coming okay. up for an even more meaningless game in a couple of weeks or what next week. Yeah. <laughs> Another preseason game. All right. That's our uh, play of the day. Um, what do we want to say? Uh, congratulations to our friend Trevor. Won a lot of money. I hope he pays taxes on that money. Victor Hovland. What did he say? Oh. At right? had 14 to one to begin yep. the day. Yeah. We thought it might've been even higher once uh, he entered the back much nine. Higher on the back nine. I'm surprised. Sure. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I'm surprised it wasn't higher to start the day too. Jeez. Okay. It's insane because he had a, what do you have a 28 in the back nine? He had, he had eight threes and a four and the four was a birdie on a, on a par five. That's uh that's as ridiculous as you're going to see Harry. That's just insanity. Yeah. 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 And yet not amazing when, when you look at it from the fact that I had Scheffler and, um, and Fitzpatrick <laughs> down the stretch. So, so it, all, it, only, it only made sense. There you go. Uh, all right. Good job, Trevor. Don't spend it all at once. Uh, El Segundo boys. I know Mikey Meatball is very excited about this. They play the kids from Texas today. Minus 460 favorite. Uh, so there you go, boys. Take it home. Wow. George Brett's team. Yeah, minus 460 favorite over Texas. I think it's an elimination nice. for Texas because they already have a loss. So that's it. We've gone long enough. I'm going to say goodbye. We covered the AFC East. We covered the AFC North. On Wednesday's show, we'll do the AFC South and the AFC West. Does that make sense to you guys? Sounds Let's good. Let's do it. Get it going. Uh, that's another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Jenner Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na